Hello and welcome once again to another exciting episode of the Voice of Alignment podcast. My name is Sheonu Kikiola and it is always a great pleasure to share with you the living word of God on this platform. This is the day that the Lord has made and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Now, this episode is a special edition. It's a special episode because I'm not alone on this episode. On this episode, I have with me somebody very, very special who we're going to be doing this together. I have with me my darling, lovely wife with me on this episode. Please welcome Bukola Okikiola to this episode. So, Bukola, welcome to this episode. It's such a great pleasure to have you um, here with me on this episode. You want to say one or two things to the audience hello everyone it's good to be here thank you very much for having me yeah. i'm so happy to be here yeah it's such a great pleasure to have you with me on this episode so um by the way we recently had um we recently celebrated our fifth anniversary uh so it's been five years doing this with you <laughs> it's been five years on this journey and we thank god for five years but anyway we are on this episode together and um on this episode, we're still going to be continuing on our series uh, on grace. Now, this is the last episode for the year 2023. And uh, in this episode, we're going to be talking about something special and something different. Uh, basically, we're looking at grace for the new year, grace for the year 2024. But before we get into our discussion or before we begin to discuss uh, the things that we've laid out, you know, to discuss in this episode uh let me just do a brief recap on the things that we've been talking about so so far over the past couple of episodes like i think it's the, the past uh, seven episodes we've been looking at the subject of grace and uh we drew our definition of grace from john chapter 1 verse 16 john chapter 1 verse 16 specifically the amplified bible it says for out of his fullness the superabundance of his grace and truth we have all received grace upon grace, spiritual blessing upon spiritual blessing, favor upon favor, and gift heaped upon gift. Now, this is talking about the grace that we have received from Jesus Christ, and it defines the manifestation of that grace as spiritual blessings, as favor, or as a gift. And we defined grace as the benevolence of God to man through Jesus Christ, which is made manifest as a spiritual blessing as a favor or a gift these are the three ways that um, these are the three ways that grace is made manifest in the life of a believer and in the last episode i think we focused on growing in grace and in that last episode we talked about three very important keys uh to growing in grace we talked about salvation as a very important key to growing in grace we talked about thanksgiving and we talked about humility as a very very important key uh to growing in grace but because let me bring you uh in here so uh, first of all uh because you see grace the subject of grace is is uh is something that different people have different perspectives on and that is fine because we all have different experiences or different encounters uh with grace and so there is that tendency for us to define uh, grace from our own perspective or from our own encounter so it's it's okay 
uh, to define grace from your own experience or from your own perspective. So I want you to share with us what's your perspective on grace or what's your definition. If somebody asks you, let's say um, our son asks you, mommy, what's grace? How would you explain or how would you define grace to him? Okay, so um, to me, grace means um, unmerited favor. Um, getting, you know, for example, maybe you, you've done something and um, instead of you to get the consequences of your action, you get uh, forgiveness and not just forgiveness, you get um, what you don't even deserve. Mm. That is what I think grace is all about. You know, instead of what you deserve, which is punishment, which is um, um, like consequences for your actions, and then instead of you getting all of that, you now get like um, a reward that you really did not work for. That is what I think grace is all about. And I also think grace is um, um, supernatural ability. You mm. know, you hear people say things like you've been graced in this area. So I believe that uh, grace is also supernatural empowerment, supernatural ability. Mm. Okay, so uh, when you talk about grace as like... Um yeah, you made mention of unmerited favor. You getting something that you did not, you know, uh, deserve. So, h- how would you would you say uh, grace is linked to forgiveness, or how will you how will you put that relationship? Okay, so um, okay, forgiveness is actually part of what grace is. Um, forgiveness is like it's just like a component of um, grace, in the sense that. Let's take for example, I'm owing you maybe a thousand dollars, and um, you know I come to you. I'm expected to pay, let's say, at a particular time, and maybe for one reason or the other, and most likely, let's even say because of my own recklessness, I was unable to meet up. So I come to you to say, oh, please, can you forgive me of this debt? Can I? Can you just let go of this money? And you know, you just look at me and you know, just probably pity my condition and say, you know what? Don't worry, you can. You can uh, go take the money. You can. You don't have to pay me back. That is forgiveness. That is you saying, "Oh, okay. Don't worry. You've been forgiven of this uh, of this morning." Mm. And that is forgiveness. But grace takes it a step further. You won't just forgive me and say, "Okay, this is take away with the one thousand um, dollars. You don't have to pay." And Grace takes it a step further by saying, okay, instead of what you deserve, which is punishment, yeah. I am forgiving you and you know that I'm actually still in need. I actually need maybe another $2,000 to meet up with whatever it is that I need. And you now saying, okay, take the money that you actually need. That is what I believe grace is all about. It is not something that you can work for. It is yeah. not something that you deserve. It is not a product of your works. It is a product of the the mercies of god you know god yeah. just choosing to like forgive you and giving you what you deserve not because of of what you've done or what you are able to do mm. yeah very, that's a very good point because that's also links to the fact that grace is all about the benevolence of god to us through jesus christ like we mentioned um in the definition that's a very good point. Uh, now, we also talked about, like I said, we talked about different ways uh, we we can grow in grace. And like I said, we've already discussed salvation. We've talked about thanksgiving. Uh, we've talked about humility. So uh, what other ways? Can you give us like one or two? Talk about one or two other ways that we can grow in grace? 
Um, ways in which uh, a person can grow in grace. I, I believe that uh, by by asking, you know, if you need grace in a particular area of life, if you need, um, like we said, grace is uh, like divine enablement. So if you need grace for a particular area of your life, you can ask God to give you grace in that area. Matthew 7, 7 says that ask and it will be given to you, seek and you will find, knock and it will be opened to you. So I believe that by asking, you know, that if you go further down that scripture, it was saying that how many of you will your child ask for, for bread and you give them stone. So I believe that as a believer, if you go to God and ask for a grace in a particular area, he's going to give you grace in that in that area you know i think it was in in james that scripture that says that if any of you lack wisdom let him go to god you know so if you lack grace in any area i believe that when you ask god for grace he's going to give you he's a good father and he's if he's more willing to give us than we are even more willing to receive so um i think asking will help you grow in grace yeah likewise um exercising and profiting with the grace you already have is another way to grow in grace Mm. in the sense that um, no matter who you are no matter what level you are in any area you already have a level a measure of grace yeah so when you make use of what you already have you will uh when you maximize it you will definitely grow in that area it's just like the parable of talent you know what you have um when you make use of it when you profit with it more will be given unto you so i believe that it's just like your physical muscles when people go to the gym and you know that small strength you think you have when you build it up you realize that it gets better and better and better so the more you use the giftings of god in your life the more you use um the graces that you currently uh are working in the better you become in these areas so that's another way to grow the grace of God in your life. Yeah. So, so just in addition to that, you know, like the parable of the talents, you know, that was I think that was uh, Matthew chapter, I think it was Matthew chapter twenty-five, right? Yeah, Matthew chapter twenty-five, from verse fourteen all the way down to verse thirty, which gives the account of you know the one who was given five talents, the one who was given two talents the one who was given one talent the one who was given five talents engaged the talent he was given and you know increased it had had another five more the one who had two added another two the one who had one uh went to bury his one and you see the one who had the one who had five and the one who had two not only did they increase in the grace or in the talent that they were given by virtue of putting it to work by the time the master was rewarding them the master was rewarding them by putting them over other things putting them in charge of other things so not only did they grow in grace uh in the measure of grace that they had but they also grew in the dimensions of grace that they operated in to the point where you know they were placed over cities and all of that you know so that's one thing that is very very important making use putting to use the grace that god has already given to you you see one thing about god is that god is not a waster god does not uh god expects god is a god is uh i'll call god a very astute businessman you know if you think you know uh, any businessman who is astute uh i mean that person is is nothing compared to the the level of 
will you call it astuteness or how will you call it you know that god has because god expects us to engage what he has given us to make use of it to profit with it and to increase with it and as we do that he rewards us with more so that's a very very important point another point uh, is impartation we can grow in grace uh, through impartation we see this in second uh, timothy uh, chapter 1 verse 6 Timothy chapter 1 verse 6 it says therefore I remind you now this is Paul speaking to Timothy he says therefore I remind you to stir up the gift of God uh, which is in you through the laying on of my hands so Timothy was imparted with grace manifested as a gift through the laying on of hands by Paul so we can grow in grace through an impartation another way that we can grow in grace is through association the kind of the company that you keep you know the people your circle of friends and things like that if you expect grace in a particular area you know one of the things you can do is to look at your circle you know if you find that grace made manifest uh, within your circle then there is a higher probability that you are going to you know encounter that grace and you are going to walk in that grace but then if you look at your circle and not only is it that you do not find that grace in your circle you also have a situation where uh what is in your circle is even fighting against uh that grace that you desire then that's a situation where you are really 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 um in the wrong circle you want to say something so talking about association you know um proverbs 13 verse 20 says that either walk it with the wise Mm. with wise men shall be wise but yeah. a companion of fools shall be destroyed so exactly. um, if you work with wise people if you work with people that have grace in a particular area automatically you will also see yourself start to uh, walking in that grace yeah. you know that scripture does not say that either walketh with the he that is wise that walketh with the wise you don't even have mm. to be wise just the moment you start working with you start walking with wise people mm. you are you will be wise and if you if your companions if the people around you are fools even if you are wise scripture says the person shall be destroyed so i think working with people that have grace in a particular area that you're trusting mm. god for will help you to also um grow and and develop in this grace yeah yeah very 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 good point it reminds me of that uh what we have always said uh, you can't eat the food that giants eat and they <laughs> yes exactly you know so association is very 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 important now let's let's move into the core of uh what we have for this episode we're talking about grace for a fruitful year we are this is uh the last episode for the year 2023 we are getting into the year 2024 some people will be listening to this episode uh in the year 2024 and as every new year begins people have expectations people have desires people have ambitions people have things that they want to achieve people are praying to god uh in most churches january is literally like a fasting period uh when you look at what people are praying about what people are fasting about they are fasting about things uh that they desire for god to do uh in their life and grace plays a very very critical part in you know fruitfulness you know of anything you know uh that one of the things and one thing that is very important that we understand about grace because even as we are going into the year and as people are trusting god for one thing or the other uh a a focal point is you know grace you know so let's say somebody is trusting god for you know let's say a, a new job 
He's praying to God for grace to be able to find that new job. He's praying to God for favor, you know, that will open up that door. Let's say somebody is trusting God for a new dimension in his business. He's trusting God, you know, for God to unlock or unleash grace upon him that will enable him to enter into uh, that new dimension. So you see, this, the, the focal point of all that prayer is around, you know, the grace that we enable. You talked about enable, enable, enablement, you know, and of course, that's one of the categorizations of grace. We're going to look at categorizations uh, of grace maybe in the next episode. That's one of the categories uh, of grace, the enabling grace. So people are trusting God for an enabling grace that will enable them to achieve one thing or the other, that will enable them to do one thing or the other. But one thing that is very, very important about uh, grace is that we need to understand that grace uh, is linked to the agenda of God. God would always, when you see somebody who walks in an abundance of grace, uh, it is not because God likes the person more than he likes other people. It is simply because that person is much more aligned with the agenda of God, you know, pertaining to what God wants him or her to do, you know, and so that's one thing that we need to understand about grace, and I think we talked about this in uh, maybe two episodes ago, I think that was episode 46, if I'm not mistaken, and we looked at some scripture there, one of the scriptures we looked at, we looked at two scriptures actually to establish this, Second Corinthians chapter 9 verse 8 and Ephesians chapter 2 from verse 8 to 10, let's look at these two second corinthians chapter 9 verse 8 the bible says and god is able to make all grace abound towards you that you always having all sufficiency in all things may have an abundance for every good work may have an abundance for every good work so here god is making a commitment that i'm going to make all grace abound towards you i'm going to make all grace available towards you so that you will abound in every good work the question now is what are the good works and we see that in ephesians when you read ephesians chapter 2 all the way from verse 8 to 10 if let's start from verse 8 it says for by grace you have been saved through faith and that not of yourselves it is the gift of god verse 9 goes on to say not of works lest anyone should boast verse 10 now says for we are his workmanship created in christ jesus for good works which god prepared beforehand that we should walk in them so what are the good works the good works are the things that god has prepared beforehand the things that god had ordained the things that the agenda of god the plan of god those are the good works and that's what second corinthians chapter 9 verse 8 is saying that god is going to make all grace abound towards so it simply means that the more aligned with we are with the works the good works the things that god has preordained the more aligned we are with those things the more grace is made available now let's bring this home talking about a fruitful year now we as humans look at you know time where we, we, we operate within the context of time you know but then when you look at god god operates more within the context of seasons what seasons are or what time is to man is what seasons are to god so the agenda of god you know we've been talking about grace made available for god's agenda the agenda of god is split into seasons now we need to understand uh the difference between time from man's perspective and seasons from god's perspective now time one of the attributes of time is that time is fixed in nature time is fixed 
So just like you have uh, 60 seconds making a minute, you have uh, 60 minutes making a, a, a yeah, 60 minutes making an hour, and then you have uh, 12, 24 hours in a day, and then you have seven days in a week, and then you have four four weeks and maybe two days uh, in a in a month, and then you have 12 months in a year, and you have 10 years in a decade, right? And then you have 100 years making a century and a thousand years making a millennium and all of that. You know, that's, it's fixed. So whatever you do, whether you like it or not, uh, you know, you go through it. It doesn't matter if you like sleep all day, it's fixed and you will go through it. But then in the perspective of God, God operates by seasons. And you see, the thing about seasons is that unlike time that is fixed, seasons depend on certain things. One of which is your alignment with what God will have you do for that season. And so, for a person can, you know, be in a season and will remain in that season because he or she has not done what God would have him or her do. So, a person can go through a year or two years or three years or five years and still be in a season meanwhile another person who is more aligned with what god will have him do who is more aligned with the agenda of god can even within a year can go through through uh two or three seasons because he or she has aligned himself or herself with what god will have her do per season so the question is in the season that i am now it's not really about 2024 you know as a time as 365 is it 365 days 365 yeah so it's not really about 365 days it's not really about going through 365 days you know and you know it's it's more about okay what will god have me do in this season of my life you know and the season could be the entire year it could take you the entire year depending on how much you align with what god will have you do that season it could take you a month and then you move to another season but the good thing about seasons is that every time we go through a season successfully every time we align with what god will have us do every time we uh we we successfully complete a season there is an elevation for us there is always an elevation there is always something better because that's the nature of god the bible makes us understand that the path of the just is like a shining light that shines brighter and brighter so for us what am i trying to say here for us to have a fruitful year in 2024 the big question will be what's the season i mean right now and what is god saying i should do in this season in this season what is god because season one we're talking about season like i said earlier on that's god's that's what god is looking at you know what will god have me do per time what will god have me do because it is when we unlock that and we are able to um we are able to align with what god will have us do that's when we are able to enjoy fruitfulness that's when we're able to enjoy increase in grace that's when we're able to enjoy results you know not just by uh sitting down and saying uh okay i want to do this i want to do that yes you want to do this you want to do that but is that what god will have you do with your time is that what god will have you occupy your time with so that's the big question so um but you see a very very uh a roadblock to this uh is misalignment so if you are not aligned with what god will have you do or if you are not 
for some reason or the other you are not in tune with what god um, is saying you may go through the year and it will just be a fruitless year it will just be the same way you started the year you just end the year and then at the end of the year you just look back and you can't really see any tangible thing or you can't really place your hand on anything that has been remarkable that has happened uh, throughout the year now let's talk about the causes of misalignment causes of misalignment with god's agenda because that's very key you know in what we're talking about if we are not aligned with the agenda of god if we are not doing what god will have us do then there is no way we will talk about having a fruitful year there is no way we will talk about having completing a season and moving into the next season that god will have us move into and the thing about god the remarkable thing about god is the fact that you know god is not um god is this type of person that until you fulfill one instruction the other will not come so he will just god will just be there you know sitting and waiting on you to do what you need to do in order to unlock you know the other aspect or the other dimensions of the season that you are or maybe even the next season so alignment is very important so okay so very quickly let's talk about the causes of misalignment what are the things that you know makes people not to be aligned with the agenda of god what are the things that stop people from um aligning themselves with what god will have them do now we have a couple of one let me just take one of them one of them is fear and doubt fear and doubt is one of the things that stop people from uh from from aligning with what god will have them do in fact there are cases where some people know what they need to do you know but because of fear and because of doubt fear of the unknown you know that stops them that hinders them and then when you look at their life it's like they're just in one spot they are not moving you know so that's one thing that stops people and what's the solution to this the solution to fear and doubt is your confidence in the inability of god's word to fail you know matthew chapter 24 verse 35 jesus was speaking here he said heaven and earth will pass away but my word will by no means pass away isaiah chapter 55 verse 11 isaiah chapter 55 verse 11 the bible says god speaking the bible says it says so shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth it shall not return to me void but it shall accomplish what i please and it shall prosper in the thing for which i sent it you see what the bible is talking about here is not just limited or is not just restricted to the word of god in the bible it also includes the things that god says to you the words that god speaks to you so god gives you a word that word cannot fail if god gives you a word as long as the spoken word of god to you is aligned with the written word of god in the bible it cannot fail because it's the word of god so that one when we get to a point where we have that confidence that yes i have the word of god and this word cannot fail this word it lacks the capacity to fail it's not permitted to fail because it has to return to god with its fruits that it has yielded so it cannot fail every word that god gives comes with the spirit and it cannot fail so that's one of the things can you let's can you share with us some other uh causes of misalignment with god's agenda as well as the solutions all right so at, uh, another reason for misalignment 
with the agenda of God will be a lack of trust in God. And it's very similar with what you have shared earlier, which is fear or doubt. So when um, people do not trust God, when they do not have faith in God, um, it's possible to like uh, um, to be misaligned from what the agenda of God is. And having faith, you know, lacking faith or trust in God simply means that you believe more. You do not believe in the abilities of God to bring His word to pass in your life. So it's just like say you believe more in what the devil is able to do mm-hmm. than in what God is able to do. Mm-hmm. So lack of trust in God is another major reason. And I think one way, um, the solution to this is trusting that God has your interests at heart and that God is more interested in your success that, than any man can. Yeah. God is your father. He is more interested in your outcomes in life and you need to trust in god and his abilities to help you and you need to trust in god and be sure that he has your best interest at heart Mm. and that god can never fail yeah you see you know the scripture says that heaven and earth may pass away but not a dot of his word will pass away you know every word that he has spoken to you will surely come to pass but you need to get to a point where you believe and you have faith in god Mm. and you know, scripture says that faith cometh by hearing and yeah. hearing re- hearing the word of God. So I think for you to build up your trust in God, for you to build up your faith in God, you need to continually listen to God's word. That is where faith comes from. That is where you um, you, you develop your ability to trust in God more. And mm. the more you trust, the, the more you enjoy the faithfulness of God. And the more you see that indeed God can never fail. He's not a man. That's what scripture says. It's not a man that he will lie under the son of man that he will repent. repent. So, so a God is, you know, God can be trusted. Yeah. God can be trusted. Even when it doesn't make sense, I think it's important to keep trusting. Even when his ways doesn't necessarily make sense to your natural mind, it is important to keep trusting because scripture says that as the heavens are far from the earth, so are God's ways far from us. Even yeah. when his ways are different from us, we need to keep trusting. And the way you continue to build your trust your faith in god is by listening to god's word and learning to depend more on his word and mm-hmm. the more you do that the more you see his faithfulness in your life and in every sphere of your life yeah another um reason for misalignment uh is not hearing from god not hearing from god it is um when you do not hear from god when you do not know what god is saying to you in a particular season in your life you know it's just like you are walking in a path and you do not have direction you are walking it's just like walking in darkness in a dark room you really do not know where the door is you don't know where the escape uh, route is so you are just you are just there without direction you are just moving around you know that's you won't know okay this is the next thing god wants me to do so hearing from god is actually very very important uh, waiting to hear from God and the, the, the truth is God is more willing to speak to us than we are willing to hear from him how do I mean every child if you are a biological uh, parent of a child you will understand that there is no way you have a child and you do not want to speak to your child yeah. so why do you think your heavenly father will not want to speak to you mm. so it is important for you to first understand that God is willing to speak to you God wants to speak to you. He's willing, more than you are willing to hear. He's willing to speak to you. He wants to speak to you. He wants to tell you about things. He wants to tell you things about the future. He wants to tell you things about, 
you know everything is interested you know god made man for communion yes it's not just for um um you know you come to god god i need this 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 and you go away he wants to be involved in every part of your life so it is important for us to hear from god and how do you hear for from god you hear by waiting waiting on god you know isaiah 40 verse 31 says that but those who wait on the lord shall renew their strength they shall mount up with wings like eagles they shall run and not be weary they shall walk and not faint so wait it is important to wait on god and you know, you know it is important for you to understand how god speaks to you there are different ways god speaks to us but basically whatever it is god will be saying will will um will align with his word that's the that's that's the major that's the primary way in which god speaks to us so spending time with god's word will help us to hear his voice will help us to know what he's saying to us in whatever season of life that we are in so it is important for us to wait on god in prayer in fasting even as the year runs up and you know in studying the word so that we'll know what he's saying and we'll move in whatever direction that is leading us all right, thank you for that. So another reason, um, and by the way, you were talked about when you were talking about uh, uh, not hearing from God. It just made me remember something that uh, I think it was Papa Bishop Oedipo that you know says he used to say something like, uh, "We walk by knowledge, we run by wisdom, and we fly by instructions." I don't know if I got it mm, correctly. Yes, you know, but I remember that part that talks about flying by instructions because he always meets. Uh, he used to make reference to you know pilots and pilots you know fly by instructions. instructions. So I mean, we know that you know the fastest uh, mode of movement or fastest mode of progress is by flight. You know, you, if you say you want to move from here to let's say we're in Lagos now, you want to move from Lagos to Abuja. You know, if you say you want to walk, it may take a week or more. If you say you want to go by by vehicle, uh, you probably take the whole day. But if you say you want to fly within an hour you are at your destination already depending on how fast your aircraft is you know so flight uh is by instructions what does that mean it simply means that uh those who sit and wait on the lord to the point where they are able to receive instructions on what to do they find out that they are able to you know achieve so much more so much more than you know others are able to achieve so that's a very 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 important point another uh point which we can wrap this up on is peer pressure peer pressure and uh, a typical example of that is ananias and sapphira when you read about ananias and sapphira uh, acts chapter 5 from verse 1 to 11 uh when you see what happened there you know people were selling their land and giving all their money and by virtue of peer pressure you know they wanted to do the same thing but then they now did it uh you know they sold they kept part of it gave part of it and when they asked them and uh, they said ah this is all because everybody was giving all they too they said uh this is all and that was a, a a misalignment you know and that led to their destruction you know and in so many ways peer pressure can you know hinder people from aligning uh with with the will and with the agenda of god most especially in this day and age and in this time where we have social media influence and you know by the time you see you go to facebook and you see what your colleagues are doing or what your friends are doing and you look at your life and you know the, the social media is such that people can you know fake life you know Mm. fake life people somebody just maybe borrowed his uncle's car and snapped inside and then you think that ah 
Bobo is a motto. When would I buy my own? For those my <laughs> for my audience that don't understand, you know, this person has bought a car. When would I buy my own? Meanwhile, you don't know that it's borrowed car. You know that the person is snapping in, you know, and all those kind of things. And then you know you see what other people are doing, and then God is telling you to do something. And you see, like you rightly mentioned, because you said the, the ways of God are far higher than our ways. You know, so a lot of times God is leading us in a direction that is totally, you know, different from the norm. So it takes uh, a resistance to peer pressure to be able to align with those instructions, to be able to align with what God is asking us to do. And it also takes, you know, trusting, having a trust and a confidence in God that the outcome of what God is telling you to do is far, 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 far greater than the outcome of what your peers are telling you to do by virtue of it, their influence you know that's it's very 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 important and um just to add to that you know in this kingdom as believers children of god we do not compare ourselves with ourselves yes. second corinthians 10 verse 12 you know we do not compare ourselves to the outcome of our lives with that of because we all are we are on different journeys. We are on different paths. Yes. You know, scripture says they that compare themselves with themselves, they are not wise. Yeah. So you can't you can't compare yourself with. Uh, it's just like comparing a bicycle, the outcome of um, a bicycle without of a maybe a truck or without of a a jet. You know, there are two different things that are doing similar things, but you know, they are they are they are make up that. Uh, their inbuilt capacities are different mm. so they cannot deliver at the same level so it will be wrong to be comparing um those two things you know likewise it um it's the same for us you can't look at your friend's life or your colleague's life and say oh okay and measure your own life by by theirs because you've been built differently you've been made for a different purpose so it's important to stick with what god has called you to do and um you know, f- just follow through. Yeah, thank you very much for that. Proverbs chapter 3 from verse 5 to 6. It says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. You see that verse 5, very powerful. It says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. That part that says, And lean not on your own understanding. So, you understand the business you've gone to school you've gone to mba harvard or every you understand the space maybe all your life you know it could even be generational knowledge your grandfather was in that line of business he handed it over to your father your father was in that line of business he handed it over to you You're, so you have a combined maybe 60 or 70 years of experience maybe your father your grandfather had 30 your father had another 40 so they've handed over a combined experience of 70 years and you have done it for even maybe another 10 years so in your head you have 80 years of understanding but then the bible is saying lean not on your own understanding that 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 can be very tough for 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 a believer but then we need to just come to that point that's where faith comes in we need to come to that point where you know we trust the instruction of god more than anything in fact you trust the instruction of god more than what you see with your eyes you know that's the point where we need to come to another passage here psalm chapter 34 verse 5 psalm chapter 34 verse 5 the bible says they looked to him and were radiant one of the translations says that they were lightened 
and their faces were not ashamed what this tells us is that you cannot put your trust and your confidence in god and end up being put to shame now this brings us to the end of this episode and i enjoyed doing this episode with you thank you babe for thank you for having me <laughs> thank you thank you for 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 greasing um, our audience and for greasing us with your contributions and with your with your perspective and your insights so um, to our audience um, i want to thank you especially for listening to this episode to the very end and i trust that 2024 is going to be a year that is full of the enablement of god the enabling grace um, of god in your life that's what 2024 is going to be i remember when we started 2023 the emphasis that the holy spirit was laying in my heart which i shared in the early episodes of this year 2023 was about the leading of the holy spirit and i'm sure that a lot of you would have experienced the leading of the holy spirit in different areas and in different ways of your life i've experienced the leading of the holy spirit uh, in 2023 and that has made um, a lot of difference in my life and 2024 is a year of enabling grace the grace that enables you to do beyond what you yourself can imagine or what beyond what you yourself can think of yourself or even expect of yourself that's what is going to be happening in 2024 and that's what the body is going of christ is going to be experiencing in 2024 so thank you once again for listening to this uh, episode to the end. I wish you a happy new year in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. If you are not if you have not subscribed to any of our pages on our platform on Facebook, we're on Instagram, we're on different platforms. Uh, all the major podcast apps were there. Please make sure that you find us and you like, follow our page, subscribe, whatever you're asked to do. Just do it so that you get notifications, you get notified whenever we release our podcast or whenever we promote our podcast on these platforms. I look forward to bringing the word of God to you again in the next episode. Until then, keep living in the grace of God in your life. God bless you.